0: This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of anal play, transphobia in dressing rooms, and defecation. You know, the fancy word for poop. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title.
1: record on Sundays,
0: just a <laughs> behind-the-scenes fact. We'll <laughs> peek behind the curtain.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we in-
0: oh
1: gosh—where we interview
0: the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck cisgender straight people think it is we're doing. Yeah. Uh, quick survey, how many of you listen to the podcast? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> How many of you have been to one of our live shows before? That was a trick question. This is our first one. <laughs> Got a bunch of smart cookies over here.
1: <laughs> so should we still recap what we do?
0: Just so super quick in case. Oh, the D. Can I remove the R? What? Can I yes. The R? It's pie.
2: <laughs>
0: the real gay agenda. Anyway, uh, if there's anyone in earshot who has never listened to this podcast, My Gay Agenda is a bi-weekly podcast where we interview a member of the queer community and try to figure out what the gay agenda actually is.
1: Yeah, uh, we, we, we never got anything in the mail.
0: I don't know um, if any of you did. We got literally nothing. Conservatives sure,
1: sure seem to think they know what we're up to, so It's up to us to figure out what that is. Yep, two small
0: queers with a can-do attitude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if you'd like our our queer credentials, our our queer resume. We'll pull up uh,
0: our queer resume right quick. Uh, (laughs) I've been bisexual for a while and non-binary for a hot sec.
1: (laughs) I'm also bi and a little ace and on a gender journey. (laughs)
0: A gender journey.
1: Wow, CG, I've literally never heard that one before.
0: Especially not from me every never. time.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, so now we'll move on to the interview. Ooh, time for my favorite line. What's on the buy schedule for
0: tonight? Tonight, we are delighted to introduce our very first live show guest. Uh, If you've been in the Philly Hood or at the nearby Wawa, you have seen this genderless monster roaming about. They are the Drag Host X with the most X, a world ukulele champion, and an above average singer. Please welcome Eric Jaffe. (laughs) share now. Yeah, or you can grab that mic. Or I can grab this one. Wow. Huh?
3: Woo! The essentials.
0: Sponsored by Ego. How are you, Eric? I'm
3: wonderful. How are you?
0: Good. I like I like all of the looks that are being
3: served tonight. <laughs> <laughs> looks where? <laughs>
0: can I <Wow.
3: gasps>
1: Can I share the conversation we yes. had? about uh, Yes, all you right. May. I um, I messaged CJ about 90 times trying to figure out what to wear tonight. <laughs> and then I sent them a screenshot uh, from Pretty in Pink, where Molly Ringwald is between uh, Blaine and Ducky. They don't get that names. Uh, and I said, Eric is Molly Ringwald.
0: We didn't know what they were going to wear tonight, but we were correct. You do.
3: But here you I know. am.
0: Yes. So tell us about you.
3: Well, uh, my name is Eric. I am a uh, homosexual. Uh, get I- out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: right, a shock. Um, I have been uh, here I grew up in Philly. I grew up outside the city, in a little town called Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first discovered that I was not a straight person when I saw "Dude wears my car." And there is a <laughs> okay. scene where um, Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott kiss
0: that's right uh
3: yeah and that is uh the moment in my, oh, my life God. that I realized uh that I wanted to kiss both of them
0: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag threesomes I want to be in yeah
3: um and uh, shortly after that I discovered Ethel Merman and then it's all kind <laughs> oh, of oh well that'll do it yeah it yeah. all just kind of spiraled from there and here I am I uh I've been living in Philly in the city post-college for about four years, Mm -hmm. uh, close to five years, and I've been hosting a cabaret at Tavern on Kamak called The Eric Jaffe Show for uh, next year, it will be four years. Oh my gosh, congrats. Um, And I recently uh, also went on a gender journey
0: not a gender journey no, though. Just like the regular, the regular gender journey. The regular yeah, gender journey. yeah. yeah the regular where you go up the mountains and fight uh, a wolf and yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and
1: a wise old wizard abolishes your gender.
3: <laughs> and here we are.
1: Magic.
0: Uh, so what most people in the area, I feel like, know you as in the gayerhood is a fantastic drag performer. Thank when you. did you begin drag?
3: So, um, when I started performing in Philly, I was very much a boy playing an instrument, just, like, singing normal songs. Um, And through the people that I met and the experiences that I had and the sloppy, sloppy anal, I discovered that there's just so much more to um, gender expression. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just kind of put, like one layer on at a time i was like okay well today i'll put some glitter in my beard and then tomorrow i'll like rhinestone a jacket and then in two weeks i'll just like wear a dress and see what happens Mm -hmm. and then i'll cover my face in highlight and now here we are
0: is this something that you find like you're incorporating into like everyday life like you know going to the store or is it more like performance-wise? I,
3: I would call this a very subtle grocery store look. For sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just getting the essentials. Um, you know, I feel like it's a very blurred line for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do have fluctuating pronouns, mm-hmm. which at first was something that I felt like wasn't a valid thing. Um, and then I was like, no, that is a valid thing because it's all made up, and it's all, like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who could tell you about this like made up thing and what's right and what's wrong? Like, no, this is yeah. it. Um, so there are definitely days where I wake up and I feel very femme, and then there are days when I wake up and I feel just like the slightest amount of butch. Like, I hung a, I hung a photo on the wall the other day with a hammer and a nail. <laughs> and I was like, he, him,
2: he, him! <laughs>
0: I found my masculinity. <laughs> yeah. This is very um,
1: relatable content.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing
0: you having a moment with a capital M over here.
3: <laughs> and yeah, I just I feel I feel all over the place with with gender and with like the line of drag and existence. I never I never changed my name for drag because I felt like it was just an extension of the person that I am and a piece of who I am. Um, and I didn't want to. I didn't. Want to take myself away from that? I feel um, when I when I was younger, my dad used to always say to me that he owes me three things: uh, a good education, a good set of values and morals, and a, a name, a name for myself, a good name. And I always felt as though I took pride in my name, and I didn't want to change it. And so I do have a male-presenting name, which confuses so many people. <laughs> like I can like last night. Last night I was in a Gown, like the mo- just picture, like <laughs> the most gorgeous gown you've ever seen, the most beautiful hair, like a stunning, stunning face, and people were, were still using male pronouns for me, mm-hmm. and it's I mean it's a mixture of things. It's the, it's the facial hair because you know.
0: Sure, and uh, plus, like a lot of people uh, typically regard drag as being sort of exclusive to right, just looking. men do it. Right, yeah.
3: exactly, which is bullshit.
1: What? It's, <laughs>
3: it's fucking bullshit. Everyone sure. do it. But
1: like. A, there's so many women with facial hair, too. Yeah. And in terms of a name...
3: ask my Aunt Rita. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to call your Aunt Rita and ask. <laughs> uh,
1: I met a child today named Khaleesi, so, like, what do names mean? <laughs> kind like, we give it to them, so... Yeah. Well,
0: that one means queen, as far as I've heard. <laughs> it, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I've heard they're mad at each other.
1: <laughs> this child is less of a queen and more of a 4-year-old wearing a Moana swimsuit. That so is like- a queen,
0: thank you. That is, that is definitely a queen. Princess. <laughs> Chief's daughter of the chief. Okay, okay. I've been out class Disney-wise for a se- so I just need to take like a moment. <laughs> uh yeah, but like uh, going back to um uh, like drag being seen a lot of the times as like Exclusive to like cisgender men, men. which again is bullshit. Um, I feel like a lot of people are driven away from uh, like drag as a concept because they feel like it's a uh, mockery of like femininity and things like that.
3: So, like, it's tough today because drag has become mainstream in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. You can turn on basic cable and view drag on your television, but what they don't tell you is that you're viewing like. The smallest piece of drag. You're mm-hmm. viewing the socially acceptable female impersonation, cisgendered gay men dressing up as women, mm-hmm. um, exclusionary version of drag, which is—it's wonderful that it's put out there, but it, it leads so many people, and especially so many young people, to believe that that is the only path. Yeah. And it's so not. It's so not. And. It's, it's really amazing that it has become such a phenomenon, but I think what people fail to realize is that there is an entire queer underbelly culture of drag that involves so many different things, from looks to performance to people who fall on every end of the gender spectrum. Uh, so I feel like, you know, fuck cisgender. Straight men, and, like, <laughs> all of them.
0: You know. Small applause for that. <laughs> yeah. I, b- I brought
1: at least two, so. <laughs> Can I ask um, how you would define drag?
3: Um, drag is literally anything you want it to be. Woo! Like it's yeah. there is no. I feel like there is okay. no definition. I do. I mean, I know where the word the word comes from. Shakespeare dressed as a girl because in the times of Shakespeare, all of the female characters were played Mm -hmm. by men. And that is just sort of like what it's grown from. But today, like there is no definition. Like you like put these on your face and feel like you become something else. You're in drag, (laughs) there you are. Like you have transformed yourself. Um, It's it's something different to everyone. It really is, a lot of people, really try to define drag, and I honestly think that's a part of the problem. It's like, if you're not wearing nails, you're not doing drag. Right. If you're not wearing lashes, you're not doing drag. Mm-hmm. If you're not wearing hair. i It's 90 degrees today. I considered putting a wig on my head, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop, <laughs> stop <laughs> listening to the standards <laughs> that say you have to wear a wig to do drag. No, you don't. You don't have to wear a wig. You don't have to wear a dress. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing jean shorts, but guess what? They're from the women's section in the store. But why are there women's sections to begin with? Like what? Like none of it is real. None of it is real. So it just—it's uh, everything and it's nothing all at the same time.
1: Yeah. I, br- I brought not one but two pieces of outerwear that make me feel butchered today. And then I stepped outside. And I'm like, gender is killing me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. It's literally. It's, like we're in an air conditioned room and I'm sweating. How? Yeah. Like what yeah, is that? Well, i me
0: too. Like, yeah. And I think like the the misconception of like uh, drag belonging only to one like gender identity is particularly wild because like beyond like I, I mean like its origins in like Europe and things like that were more like specifically for like comedic performance. Ooh, right. But like once it got to America, then it was more about like having the f- like going to drag balls and things like that mm-hmm. and it, having a specific queer space where you could uh, experiment with your gender expression and things like that. And so. it's just so
3: silly because these these little white twinks forget that the reason that they can put on a dress and go out at night is because of trans people of color. So mm-hmm. for you to exclude them from this conversation is fucking bullshit because they're the only reason that you're not being pelted to death with rocks when you walk out of your house at night. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's literally for anyone and everyone. And again, yes. fuck everyone.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't start off with fuck everyone. In fact, we've I never know, had we a know. consistent thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the <laughs> message of like, it's for everyone, but also fuck also everyone. Fuck.
3: But yeah. also like, fuck it's everyone. for you, but fuck you. <laughs>
0: yeah. True. Yeah. I feel like that could be the slogan of the show. Fuck everyone, but also fuck everyone. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Unless unless i'm just kidding abstinence or die <laughs> I, was gonna, I, I
1: was gonna say unless you ace and then just fuck everyone yeah. yeah got you yeah! <laughs> <laughs> It's one loud ace in the audience
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh okay um speaking of fuck everyone what is something that you want to tell cishet people for the last time, we have this recorded, so every time that they say this to you, you could just play it back. Yeah.
3: I want to tell them uh, to take their right index finger and lubricate it with okay. a nice water-based lube. <laughs> okay. And just slowly, ever so slowly. Okay. First, first of all, like in the beginning of the day, like eat a light meal. That's <laughs> that's how you start. Um, and then later in the day lubricate your index finger and just slowly insert it into your anus and I believe that that they will find pleasure I know I honestly know it's science they will find they will find pleasure and I think that it will uh, literally and metaphorically open them up to a, a new world of possibilities and I think that the world will be a better place if every uh, Sis ha- male, just stuck a finger in their ass every now and then.
1: CJ, we finally earned our explicit tag. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> <we
3: did it. laughs> you should have known you would get it tonight. No, no,
0: I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I didn't know it would go in this particular section, but Here I knew we we are. I it. Oh man, okay. Bringing seriousness to that suggestion. Okay. Uh, well, because like I think that a lot of, um, like, there's a sort of uh, because I mean fuck every binary. People think that it's like gay people are the only ones who are allowed to be kinky or like do shit that isn't right. like vanilla missionary stuff like that. And then like if you're cis and het, you got like the one position and that's all you get. Can- and like everything else is like the weird and that's the thing that the kinky people do.
3: Yeah. No. 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 Like I Have literally. Have fun, think- guys. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I honestly do think that the world would be a better place if straight men like, put things in their butts. Um, because I know some really amazing straight men, and I have come to learn later in our relationship that they like to be pegged. And I was like, I knew it. And that's why you're so cool. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: because you understand what a prostate orgasm is. And it just, I, I, it, just it literally and metaphorically opens up your whole world.
0: Now, how far into the relationship do you like, w- like even platonic relationship, do you get to where they're like, oh, by the way, I like being pegged.
3: So I personally, um, I, I grew up without the 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 sense of of a filter before things come out of my mouth. Sure. Um, and I I love that about myself, but it often leads me into all kinds of situations, <laughs> and I there are just. There are just people that I that I have come to know, like this one this one person that I work with. Um, <laughs> we just, you know, I talk I talk about anal because anal is fucking weird. Like, <laughs> it is a weird thing. Like, can, be, like, can we can we? I want to ask if so anyone has ever. Like douched their anus.
0: Do not feel obligated to answer, but you can if you want to. But if
3: you want, like, am I the am I the only one in this room? It is a weird experience. You are literally giving yourself an enema, and people do it every day just so they can like. And like, it just it it changes you a little bit. It does, uh-huh. and and there's just like a twinkle. There's a twinkle in his, my friend, my one of my friends. I won't I won't name him, but there's like a, this twinkle in his eye, and he's in a you know a normal heterosexual relationship, and there's this twinkle in his eye, and I could sense that he liked to be pegged, and I, d- I just knew it.
0: There's
1: something and sweet,
3: exactly. and almost
1: kind. <laughs> <laughs> you, c- you could tell from a twinkle in the eye? Absolutely. What are you implying about Santa Claus?
3: <laughs> I'm implying all of it about Santa right. Claus. You all think right. that man, don't, he works one day a year, <laughs> and then he gets a 364 day vacation and it's all about anal. This <laughs> is probably Pong. paid
0: for by our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take this moment to give a shout out to my two siblings.. Hey, fam. <laughs> But I like I, I, think a good summary of this—that isn't direct instructions on how to uh, pleasure yourself anally—is.
3: It's, <laughs> it's like be open, be open to experiences that you might think. Like, I feel like there are so many. Um, there, there are a lot of cool street people. Like, you know, fuck everyone. Oh, but really? there are yeah. I know. So it's surprising. It's really surprising. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't see any here. But I'm sure that there are, there are two here. Okay, so there are two hey, here. That's hey, hey, raise your
0: hand if you're a cool straight
3: person.
0: Um, but if <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I like your gumption, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> to, to the two confused in the front, I'll give
3: you a pass. You're good. You're cool. But, no, um, you're cool. To, <laughs> but anyway, two straight men who are open to to trying things in life, where like in like their younger years someone would be like oh you do that you're gay like there's so much fear instilled because of the things that happened in our childhood and the things that other kids our age said to us that we grow up to be these like repressed humans who don't fully live because like Jimmy called me a faggot on the playground once, mm-hmm. and now I'm afraid to actually be that faggot. You know? yeah.
0: It's uh, self-monitoring. Yeah, like right. You feel like you're being monitored from every angle, so like you have to police your own behavior. Oh, definitely.
3: And um, I think that it's just about the, those people just being open to, to trying these things and realizing that it, it doesn't matter what the fuck other people think. Because if you live your life, if you live your life concerned about other people's thoughts, then you're not really living your life. Mm. True, you're true.
2: Not.
1: So like if they want to literally get pegged, literally get pegged, but also metaphorically get pegged. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Excellent. <laughs> Do we want to talk about butt stuff more or move on to our namesake?
0: Uh, well, I th- a part of me does believe that moving on to our namesake will continue the butt stuff <laughs> conversation. <laughs> not to yuck any yums out there, <laughs> listen. We're we're in the sex show evening. Like there's gonna be like other sex shows happening tonight, so we can go there. I'm just like, that's where I'm at right now. Vis a vis moving on to me asking you, Eric, what's on your gay agenda?
3: Uh, well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you take your right index finger.
2: <laughs>
3: okay, uh, the first thing that's on my gay agenda is. A Wawa for only queer people. Because if you have ever been to a Wawa at 2 a.m. in full drag, you know that it could possibly not be the best experience. So I would like a queer exclusive. Wawa yeah. that is open 24 hours. Everyone is in like all forms of queer expression. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 Yes yes, yes. yes. You are um, a revolutionary. And it's
3: also always hoagie fest at this Wawa <laughs> because we deserve it. Because we deserve it.
0: Hell yes. Can I can I
1: posit that the secret menu at that Wawa, when you open it up, it just has affirmations for you? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: You're valid. Yes. But
3: also like really good flavored smoothies. Yeah. Yes.
0: I was I was at a Wawa today because of who I am fundamentally as a person. Yeah. And I was wearing like my whole get up uh, for this evening, and the cashier was like, like they must have been like late teens or something like that, like real bashful, and they look at my shirt, they're like. Oh, I really like your shirt. It's really, it's it's good. And I was like, oh. my heart just like. And if if they were working at this queer Wawa, I would have just immediately been like, so you're gay, right? Can we talk about yeah. this? Like, they'd be
3: in the shirt at the at the queer Wawa. Yeah. Like,
0: And they would have had the freedom instead of just being like, oh, your shirt's cool, whatever. They could have just been like, I like your shirt because it's gay. And I would have been like, thanks, have a gay day.
1: (laughs) I'm so envious. Meanwhile, at work today, someone called me a lady and I was like, how dare you?
0: My hair is up. Excuse (laughs) me. As you can see, I have put in one effort (laughs) to be androgynous. How dare you (laughs) still assume? I feel that.
1: I feel that. You said your first item. Do you have a second item?
3: Oh, I have many items. <laughs> oh, it's... here we go. Um, I would like to end uh, the separation of gender in clothing stores because Yay. that is where everything starts. From literally before we're born, we are put into the pink and the blue, and and all throughout life, you know. I mean. And it, it, it just starts so young. It starts so, so young. And if we could just eliminate that and eliminate the idea that you can't wear a dress as a man or that you can't wear a suit as a woman or that you have to to appear a certain way to, to validate your gender, it all starts in, these, in, in clothing stores because that is the easiest and most visual way for us to express our gender is by what we put on our bodies um, which like in a perfect world we would just all be naked all the time and like Natch. that would be great yeah um, but someone's
0: <laughs> really into that idea <laughs> yeah.
3: but I mean, I'm not gonna
0: name names but I know who it was
3: <laughs> but I mean fashion is, is w- uh, the most wonderful thing on earth I just wish that we could let go of all of the gender norms that are so deeply attached to it
0: Yeah. Agreed. You agree hear to agree. that target? Maybe
1: someone who isn't a cis man wants to wear a Jurassic Park shirt Honestly, like all the
0: all the Star Wars stuff all the tar- this shirt was in the men's section But they had like other things that somebody would label as women's queer clothes, but also still in the men's section
3: And like, like I've been sho- like I've been shopping in every section in every store since I was since I was pretty young and it's it, sh- it I've had all kinds of experiences while shopping. You know, mm-hmm. I've had I've had wonderful experiences where the people are so kind and so so welcoming and then I've had the experiences where they they ask if I'm shopping for my girlfriend or or I you know, I yeah. I've, I've gotten like I've gotten like really weird looks or I've been told that I can't enter a dressing room. Um, I had this one experience at Ross where I was holding because first of all, Ross like yes. <laughs> um, it was dress week obviously. <laughs> Um, and I went to the dressing room with like a stack of dresses and the person uh, standing at the dressing room was like, are those for you? Or, or no, she asked me if they were for the person behind me who I didn't know. And I was like, <laughs> no, these dresses in my hands are not for the stranger behind me, they're for me.
0: I'm the purse, and, yes. uh, <laughs>
3: She then felt the need to to go into the dressing room to warn everyone What? that a a man was coming in. Yike! And you know that, that there had to be some kind of a warning, and that I had to go into the like closest dressing room to the exit. Um, and after being in there for like three minutes with like ten dresses, uh, she knocked and asked if I was okay. Um, so I've I've had all kinds of experiences, and if we just took gender out of the stores. And if we just taught children to just dress however the fuck they want, yeah, none of this would matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. And like, I feel like that, cause I d- went shopping for like uh, men's top, like in the men's section uh-huh. um, and nobody said anything to me. So like, I'd like to say that yeah. there's even like a particular stigma against oh, yeah. uh, men wearing what's because perceived masculinity as women's clothes.
3: is like the most Fragile, delicate flower, (laughs) and it's, God forbid, we rattle the flower.
0: (laughs) You know, like you rattle a flower. (laughs) That that popular phrase. (laughs) You
3: can find me just like, frolicking through South Village, just like, rattling masculine flowers. Hey, it's springtime,
0: go
1: rattle some flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, CJ's a weirdo who
0: doesn't rattle flowers. Guess it's not a South Jersey thing. No. Are there any other items on your gay agenda? Um, other
3: items on my gay agenda. Um, just like more like more openness about sex in general. Mm. You know, like more of everything involving that. You know, I, I feel like, and not just sex, I feel like just the things that we shouldn't talk about. A lot of times in my in my act, in what I do, I love to sing about and to to make light of things that make people uncomfortable, like like pooping yourself or you know just like weird sloppy anal or just like farts like for for forever. Well, um, we
1: got back to butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> knew I knew we we'd make it.
3: Um, and one of my one of my favorite things is is you can have a room full of so many people from. Every different walk of life and every different opinion, and I guarantee you that every single one of those people will find a fart joke hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think just. <laughs> I, I've gone off topic. That's, I have started talking <laughs> Agenda about item farts. number three farts are farts. funny. Ha 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 ha. That's it. Uh, but just more openness, and like, let, like, you know, there should be nothing that is like, oh, that topic, we're, we're gonna talk about. You know, group sex. We can't talk about that out loud, but we're gonna have lots of it behind closed doors, but less we discuss it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I love a debriefing. I really do. After, after something, like, that we shouldn't talk about, I love to talk about it. And I don't understand why that's weird. Like, we just did really strange things to each other, like, and we'll prop, like, we might do them again, and if we're gonna do them again, let's like see if we can make it better. Like let's mm. discuss. Yeah. yeah. But people are so repressed. Yeah, right. So I think just like the end of repression, of all kinds, like all kinds of repression. Yeah. I did, And that's the end of my list, except like more butt stuff, that's it. More <laughs> butt
1: stuff, right, right. You wanna have a debriefing after a debriefing?
3: I would love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jen Adams, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding that in. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, communication is the healthier way to go anyway yeah. like, all like uh, d- social benefits aside like it's just healthier to be able to talk about these things right uh, like, like have you ever
3: pooped yourself
0: are you asking me right now if I've yeah. ever <laughs> pooped myself like in
3: your adult <laughs> life have you ever pooped On yourself the
0: spot. no never in my like I swear like Girl Scout oh, promise yeah. my, in my adult life I've never pooped myself
3: that's really that's amazing
0: <laughs> I still I still have a life to live my, my friend yeah I, you do. Jen? yeah no. No? If,
1: it, if that's a factor at all, I don't drink. Okay.
3: I don't know if it's a factor, but I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I pooped myself once.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: I, I thought it was a fart and it wasn't. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the risky gambler here. <laughs> and like, I didn't feel shame about it. It was just something, for me, it was instantly hilarious. <laughs> like, it was instantly the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. And I know a couple of people who have talked to me about those experiences, like, oh, I was so ashamed. I was so embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. Like, I felt terrible for days. Like, why? Why did you feel terrible for days? Something human happened to you. Yeah. And it was honestly probably the funniest thing that will ever happen to you ever. You should
1: get a t shirt commission. (laughs) You (laughs) You did it. I 100% get what you're saying, but I have an anxiety disorder and I feel terrible for days if I go in for a hug when someone goes in for a handshake. So,
0: <laughs> mm. yes. Worse than proving yourself.
1: That's cool. the secret. Yeah. If
0: you think everything's terrible, then like you yeah. feel equivalently terrible about exactly. all things. Yeah.
3: I, I have that thing happen a lot where someone's waving at me, but they're waving to the person behind me. <gasps> but like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just make like, I think that's great. Yeah. Like oh you're not waving at me but I'm saying hi anyway hi like.
0: <laughs> fuck me right <laughs> <laughs> guess what bitch we're friends now yeah. <laughs> come over it's brunch uh, anyway and, uh, thank you so many so much for those gay agenda anytime. items I'd like if you could I, I know you can sing and we have a ukulele
3: I, I brought one me Easy. yes sing yes! if I must. If I must. <laughs>
0: That, you, can I reach it. I can't reach her. Okay. Oh,
3: I'm <laughs> going well. going
0: My arms are too short. We're both <laughs> too small for this Thank
3: podcast. You. Can I use your little felt? Do you
0: want,
1: yeah. Pick? Oh, Here we that. go.
3: Thank you. Eric's
1: officially used the felt pick more than I ever have.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so like, not to like, bring out more butt stuff.
2: <laughs>
3: but... Um... <laughs> So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the song that I wrote. Uh, it's about my experience with online dating. Has anyone ever, uh, you know, online dating? You don't have to say it, but you should say. Um, I met my partner of a year and a half on Tinder, and I am not ashamed of that. Yeah. Like, some people will be like, how'd you met? i will be like, Ugh, Tinder. Like, whatever. Like, even if it's like, you just, like, got laid, like, good, you yeah. did it, like. <laughs> Um but before that I had like I had so many different experiences like we could literally be here for days talking about the experiences I had on online. We have 20 minutes. <laughs> I'll make this quick. Jake Gyllenhaal said to Heath Ledger, for you I'd climb a mountain and then do butt stuff without lube. You don't have to send me flowers. You don't have to send me jewels. You don't have to text me back right away. But if you don't, I'm going to have a meltdown. You don't have to send me sonnets if you want to be my dude. But if you're gonna send me something, yeah, just send news. Whoa. Before you look someone in the eye, you should probably look them in the anus. Your whole entire life has been building towards today. When you sent me the most romantic message, it said, hey, My heart, it fluttered, it skipped a beat, I had to gasp for air. Oh wait, that's actually because I had just climbed a flight of stairs, but at the top of those stairs there was a metaphor. But I got stoned and forgot it, so send me a picture of your peen. You don't have to send me flowers, you don't have to send me jewels. You don't have to text me back right away. But if you don't, I'm going to file a missing person's report. You don't have to send me sonnets if you want to be my dude. But if you're going to send me something, yeah. Just send news. Whoa. Before you look someone in the eye, you should probably look them. And I've been waiting my whole life for the one who will provide with endless, slutty portraits of their front and their backside. But now that I have found you, I don't want to let you go. But before we meet in person, there's one thing you should know. send me jewels and if you don't text me back right away I'll have you neutered by a feminist liberal veterinarian. You have to write me sonnets if you want to be my dude but if you're gonna send me something yeah just take off all your clothes and invest in a selfie stick it'll up your game and send
0: If you ever call yourself just an above-average singer again, I don't even know why. Change your marketing, change your advertising.
3: Thank you. I will.
0: Excellent. Oh no! It's okay. She's cool. Okay, she's good. Let's play a game.
3: I love a game. Yay! A game. All right. A game.
1: Today, on this Friday, we assemble the Queer Congress. It's us three. We're the Queer Congress. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As you know, we are trying to figure out what is on the gay agenda. We are bringing it to the people.
3: Taking it to the streets. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, one at a time, people may suggest, if they want, an item for the gay agenda, and the queer congress will uh, yay or nay, toot or boot, whatever. After a you're little into. deliberation. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yes, yes. 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 Discuss. Yes. <laughs>
0: Discourse what queer people are best at. Yes. <laughs> now you may be wondering to yourself I'm cis and I'm heterosexual, and I wasn't sure whether or not to raise my hand when they asked if I was cool or not. And now I particularly don't know if I'm allowed to propose an item for the Queer Council to, Congress rather, to deliberate. The answer is, you are allowed. You're allowed. However, it has to be exceptionally good. This had better be a really fucking clutch suggestion. Like, I want your game. You can't just come up here and be like, uh, sushi, because we already know sushi is gay, so do not. Don't do it. Great, so who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> we could do raised hands. You. Gender-neutral bathrooms everywhere. Yes! yes.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Do we need to deliberate we, on that, or?
3: I mean, as someone who's into water sports, <laughs> I'm for it.
0: I, I also say yay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is so done. You did it. <laughs> No more of me going to the gym and going, oh, okay, I guess the woman's one. Great, cool. Oh, yes, I am a woman person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's Nothing
3: <next>? weird here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing unusual. I am a human. <laughs> Who's next?
3: Can we call on people? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Trans
3: stories that aren't sad. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. I yes. Love that.
1: Yes. Yes. Movies,
0: comics, TV, novels—they're not all yeah. tragedies. Trans lives are not exclusively tragic. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you go into a Wawa and they don't have tomatoes, and that's sad. But that doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to see like
1: a high-budget film about a trans person going to Wawa and there being no tomatoes, <laughs> and it being
0: tra- treated with just like the most severe soundtrack. It does have to be two hours and 30 minutes long, and yeah. I'm giving no other plot than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. But anyway, I definitely say yay. They
1: also don't have to be super serious. If you're like, we should pet more dogs, we'll be like, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is 20 questions rules. It can be a mineral, an animal. A- <clears throat> yes. So like, first class, business class, what about third class? Yeah! Okay. Ah. The right. best class. Uh, Listeners at home, uh, they have suggested that uh, there on airplanes there's like first class and business class. If there is a queer class, part of the airplane, uh, to which I say, yes, and it has to be better than everybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm petty. They
3: exclusively play Liza Minnelli <gasps> yes! on like a screen. Like, oh, they, oh
0: yes, 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 and and I don't want to get in there and like you know how like if you're on an airplane and they've got like on the armrest the little thing where you can plug headphones into and like they have radio stations.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, in the queer section, those better work.
2: Yeah. For yeah. Once. Better,
0: <laughs> I have work. never been in a situation. <laughs> I've never been in a situation where I've been like, oh, great, jazz standards. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's never about, worked out. Uh,
1: the in-flight movie is A Star Is Born.
2: Yeah. Every
1: Every version. Every single one. Yes.
3: Every
0: single one. So, yeah, I would also like
3: really scantily clad Mm. uh, airline flight attendants in the queer section. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I just just want butts.
0: Is that a proposal for the gay agenda or is Is that. um, Tighter pants for all? Mm. Tighter pants for all? Okay, well, okay. Specifically in the butt section,
2: but
0: comfortable
2: everywhere else. Okay. (laughs)
0: I like that. In watching for other people, myself specifically, I don't like a tighter pant. I like I, I like a looser pant myself. How about I, like so a
3: jegging or like a tights as pants? So I'm a lot of those. people don't think tights as pants are acceptable. Tights are pants. Yes! Sorry. Yeah.
0: That was just so intense that. <laughs> Wait. What like did you say? your
3: butt will never look as perky and beautiful as oh. when you wear tights as pants. Yes. True. It's, True.
1: especially with a nice heel. Oh yeah. Lift the leg, uh, but when you say tighter in the butt and comfortable, everyone else are you? My the only thing I can picture is like
0: vacuum sealed to the cheek. <laughs> I don't
3: know. And that I sounds I great. That I just kept no, That's I
0: li- I like your gumption. I think butts are in more, butts. more butts. I agree, and if that comes in the form of like really extreme bell bottoms, so be it. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Also, yes, yes. high heel shoes that feel like flats. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: yes. Yes. But like, yeah, and that goes into like the stop categorizing clothing by gender thing. Oh I want goodness. every clothing to be available in every clothing size. Figure it out, designers. We're w- paying you money. I want light up
1: dinosaur sneakers like a four-year-old yeah. boy's. Yeah. That's my agenda.
0: <laughs> Okay, not to call you out because I'm also short, but can you not just wear the kids' ones? Because you are small? I ha- May- Have you I- tried? No, for fear of
1: judgment.
3: See, but like, don't live your life in fear, just do it.
1: I have an anxiety
2: disorder.
3: <laughs> <laughs> let's go together, let's go. Okay. I'll take you there. Okay, let's go I'll shopping. distract them with my <laughs> highlight. Um,
1: between between your um feet and then get to the shoes and scurry out like a raccoon. I'd also <laughs>
3: would be into taking you there like in a stroller and treating you as a child. <laughs> yeah. I'm just the saying, reaction like, if you're to into that,
0: that. The reaction to that is if they had just said something very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> baby, oh. for you, <laughs> I will put you in a stroller.
3: Literal baby.
0: That's somebody's yum. That's, that's yeah. definitely somebody's and yum. And now we know
1: who to shame in the audience. <laughs> I'm cheating nobody. I do like being pampered. So like,
0: yeah, baby me.
3: Honestly, strollers for adults would be great. (laughs) Are
0: you kidding? Someone
3: pushing me everywhere I had to go. Sometimes,
0: sometimes you're tuckered out and you need a little nappy nap. But you gotta still go to your destination. Right. But there's no Ubers in the area.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't it just be like those weird tent things attached to bikes?
0: I guess so. (laughs) Well, that implies you're riding a bike. We're we're getting all right. Who has a suggestion? I want a. Punishment
3: for every cis head person who has been deeply apologetic every time they have accidentally used male pronouns. Oh my God. Oh. Me specifically. No, right? very you specific. specific.
0: Other people as well who feel this way. Yeah, I think like in general the crea- the correct reaction to messing up anybody's pronouns is, oh shoot, and then use the correct one and then just keep going. Oh, I know right. you were spe- Yeah, you. I know that you specifically are like because like you're, fi- you're more I'm like, yes. I, I, I think that people think that like uh, others, like that literally everybody will be hurt if you accidentally like call them one gender or another. And there are absolutely people who like that is an issue. Yes, for sure. Uh, but like if that happens to me and I'm like, nah, it's cool, except that it's cool and keep walking.
3: Is it too far to say that I, that like, Calling for the end of gender is almost calling for the end of pronouns, like they, them,ing everyone. Like,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know what queer theory has ahead for us yeah. <laughs> in terms of the future. If I think about, if I think about gender for even one moment in I terms know. of like how it works, I'm like, how did how did we do this?
3: How did we, <laughs> Why did we make this happen?
0: How did we yeah. get here? No,
1: you said queer theory, and I like got an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's tough, it's tough. Yes, but yes, good point. If, if, it's somebody, if somebody is like, please use this pronoun, use that pronoun. Yeah. If you use the wrong one and they're like, nah, it's cool, just keep going. Don't, don't overly apologize. It's weird for everybody. Yeah. Anything else?
3: Okay. Yes. The, the clothing talk had me thinking about, can we just normalize girl cock, please? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah.
0: For our listeners, uh, normalizing girl cock Yes. Yep. Yes, Yes, we can absolutely do that. Girls have penises. Boys have vaginas. Figure it out. You like. You cannot like. First of all, it's really weird to like look at somebody and think that you can guess their genitals. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. don't don't think I look at. I try not to look at people and immediately try to like, like a Carmen San Diego my way to like... <laughs> no, you don't like whip out an Etch-a-Sketch and try and figure it out.
3: <laughs> I would love to have an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> Can we put in that in? general? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Etch-a-Sketch on the... On the They're also much
3: harder to, to draw on. Oh yeah, that's true. Than oh, you yeah.
0: Okay, I yeah. think we have time for one more suggestion. Then I'm gonna... Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just want... And stop
3: mm. looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! yeah. So, don't
0: look at me. So for our listeners, uh, that is, uh, cishet people, stop commenting on uh, statuses about queer issues as if you are the authority on it, because you're not. You're definitely not. Um, and also, don't look at me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: Counter, counter
1: item. Take it away. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: me. See me, but don't. No.
1: I put a lot of makeup on to look like I wasn't wearing that much makeup. Look at me. I drew on cheekbones. <laughs> and sideburns. What's
3: what's makeup? <laughs> oh,
1: it's this stuff you put on your face to oh. perform
0: gender and
1: oh.
0: arts and You'll um, have To teach
3: me. Okay.
0: All right. Yes. On that note, uh, that, that'll, that's been our show tonight. Woo-hoo! We have a few people to thank, so I'm just going to look at the sheet super quick. Uh, first of all, thank you to the Ruba Club for hosting us. This is a tremendous yes. venue, yeah. obviously. Woo-hoo! Definitely patronize it. Definitely get beverages. Definitely tip the bartenders. Thank you so much to the Philadelphia Podcast Festival for hosting us. We're a very new podcast, but we still got this fantastic platform to appear in front of all of you, and like we're we cannot stop being grateful for that.
1: We're a new podcast, but we've got hearts. <laughs>
0: I want to thank our amazing guest, Eric Jaffe. And, can you pass those to me? I would like to thank uh, my partner, Tim Pelagi, because he made us these excellent stickers. Come find us after this, and we will give you these stickers. This one has our logo, and this one says, fight the power, love yourself, listen to my gay agenda. it's tremendous. That's the thing I sing, and it's a sticker. Yes. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, and on our website, mygayagendapodcast.com. Oh. And until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power.
1: Love yourself. Stick around and see some other podcasts, and put a finger up your butt if you want to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Play us off, Jen. And that's our game. That's our gay agenda, that's our gay agenda, we just want to exist. (laughs) Thank you everyone, have a great night.